Welcome to episode 157 of my podcast, The View from the Crow's Nest. And it is uh, Friday, 20th of November, 2020. There we go. Got the formalities out of the way. Um, Today was a really good day in the sense of um, I balanced my day very well. I got up expecting to be training at 8.30, but there was a misunderstanding and he had us booked in for 9.30. So... um, Simona and I had actually gotten up before the kids, amazingly, they'd slept in. And because Leonardo had had a good, um, you know, a good lie-in, when he woke up, he was in a really good mood, which translates to, not that he wakes up grumpy necessarily, but he'd had a good sleep. And that translates basically to him being more receptive to play with me and not just stick to his mother. And so um, I I actually, because I was kind of ready, I took him out for a walk and we went out for a a nice walk for about 45 minutes, which he really enjoyed, and I certainly enjoyed, because he was holding my hand the whole way, of his own volition, and it was lovely. Um, and then I came back, and so having spent time with him, then um, did training, and it was, a, it was a good session. It wasn't so hard for me, as Wednesdays wiped me out, um, plus I had a good sleep, I'd had a good breakfast, um, it was like 8 o'clock, so I had a good time to digest it. So I was energised, energetic, um, so it was good. I got a good sweat on, but I wasn't totally dead. So that was a nice way to start, you know, having spent time with Leonardo and then that. And then I had a shower and then we had an early lunch and then I got cracking with work. Um, I tried to sort of get on with the next song on the album. So I've kind of nearly pretty close to done the first three songs on A Blind Eye to Love. So kicking off with the fourth song today. And that was um, the title track, A Blind Eye to Love, which is also a really good track. It's got good potential. Um, and I can definitely envisage stirring strings and horns and stuff at the end of it, um, which, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to putting down. But today was just looking for trying to find the right drum beats, which I didn't quite get. So, it, you know, some progress, but not as much as I'd liked. And then I thought I'd better... Um, do some work on um, well actually I had <laughs> on the downside um, a couple of investments that, were, that I made a few years ago had been performing extremely well um, so much so that they probably well as of today because they're basically in Bitcoin were worth about 60% of all of the investments that we've done and uh, a significant amount of money especially from where we are right now and long story short um, there were two different companies and one through fraud on one of their employees and the other, because it might have been dodgy to start with, have basically both um, disappeared. Well, haven't disappeared. One's filed bankruptcy and frozen all accounts, and the other one has basically frozen all accounts and is just dodging. And so um, because it's Bitcoin, the price of Bitcoin has been rising astronomically in the last few weeks, and it's soul-crushing because... I was like, I'm getting in relatively early on this Bitcoin. I'm going to be in there for the long term. I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be great investment, blah, blah, blah. It's grown 10 times in the last three years since what I put in. And now it's disappeared, basically, which is just like, ow. And it's not the money per se. It's the fact that I've lost my Bitcoin. So um, I had, I've been looking at um, emails and stuff regarding joining a class action suit, but it's in Spain. And uh, I don't know if I've got the money to basically get embroiled in all of that and start that lengthy process. And I've never done anything like that. And I don't really want the hassle and the stress of it. And so I had to read through all these legal documents and I did my nutting. But there's a deadline on Monday to either get involved or not. And so 
that was rather stressful. And then I thought, right, well, I also, on the plus side, I do have a new client for Audience Ninja, so let me get cracking on their their stuff. So um, I got started on that, and I was very pleased in that, you know, I've got I've got a bit of experience with this now. So actually, it was really quick for me to start setting up stuff. I knew what I was doing. Um, so that's really cool because hopefully in time I'll bring on more clients for Audience Ninja, more musicians, and, you know, I'll be able to give them a good service and it won't take me as long as it had done previously. So that was positive. And then I finished that um, and then did a quick vocal warm-up and then went through six songs to sort of, I'm trying to learn to play um, my music again. So as I said in my podcast yesterday, I'd lost my confidence massively as a performer, um, especially with my own stuff, having only played one gig in the last five years, I think. And so I'm trying to get myself back up to speed because I'm really focused on music now and in in all ways, writing, producing and uh, recording and performing. Um, So that was good. That's two days in a row. I went through six songs. They weren't sounding too bad. So I may add some more to the set. But for now, I'll just stick with those six. And my plan is maybe in a week or two, once I feel like I'm up to par, kind of do a gig every two weeks, even if it's literally just me playing to the birds in the countryside uh, where no one's about just to get my confidence up you know for the first little bit just get my stamina up but um so that was positive and then um i uh just answered emails replied to some emails uh, from fans which is lovely from my last newsletter i sent out i mean the fans i just consider people friends now you know especially some of the people who've been replying to my emails and back and forth over the last few years and so, um, you know, getting on top of some of them. So that's really cool. And um, so, yeah, it's, uh, I didn't play too much with Mina, I must confess, a little bit, uh, but not as much as I'd like to. Otherwise, it would have been a really quite complete day. And then uh, in the evening, um, Simon, I put the kids to bed, which was lovely. And uh, Leonardo let me. And then Simon and I carried on watching The Queen's Gambit, if you've seen that on Netflix. It's really good really enjoying it and also it reminds me I've been playing a bit of chess recently anyway and it's all about chess um so I downloaded a few chess books and I've never read any chess books um and to put that in context my the highlight of my chess playing I'm not a bad player um I'd won years and years ago I'd won I don't know if I'd won or I'd placed I've probably placed I don't think I won a, a local tournament in my town um which is you know it's respectable towns about 150,000 people and through that it was actually maybe it was a county anyways I got invited to play at the British Open I'm going back 30 years probably and uh, I'll never forget I went with my mum up to big London and uh, it was at the Barbican Centre and um, I, I can't remember the first game particularly but I lost it and everyone was really serious and really like reading and I just completely make it up as I go along um yeah, I didn't study anything and blah, blah, blah. And then my second match was against this this boy who turns out to be four years old, Russian boy. He needed a booster cushion to sit on the seat. I don't know how old I was, but I was probably eight or nine or something, maybe ten, um, something like that. And he proceeded very formally to shake my hand and all of that stuff. And then he proceeded to kick the living crap out of me on the chessboard. And he had one of those pads to write down the moves, and I never wrote down, wrote down the moves. But he didn't touch it. And at the end of the game, having soundly thrashed me, he then proceeded to reset all the pieces and replay the game from memory so that he could write it down. And it was at that point, my second of my six games, 
that I just thought, I'm out of my depth. So my mum and I skipped out, I don't know if we told anyone, and we went cross town to the Science Museum, and I'll never forget what a wonderful day we had out. Um, you know, real, one of those really lovely memories. So that was the height of my, my chess-playing career. Um, but I play on chess.com, and um, I had... I sunk a little bit in the last couple of months because I accidentally timed out, which meant like I didn't make my moves in time because I forgot. But uh, a few months ago, I was top 10,000 player on chess.com. And to put that in context, there's 36 million people on chess.com. So, you know, top 10,000 player out of 36 million is, is nothing to be sniffed at. And so now, finally, aged 40 and watching this Queen's Gambit, I thought, you know, maybe it's time to actually study chess a little bit and see if I can get my head around it a bit and nudge my score up a little bit, my rating. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's what I'm now doing. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a good day. I feel like I'm making progress with the music for sure. Um, the, the, you know, kicking the nuts from the investments of having my bitcoins basically stolen. Um, I'm really trying to take it as a, um, a motivate, oddly enough, as a motivating thing to really f- focus me and push me into the creative pursuits of music and also writing, particularly screenwriting, but also novel writing and then photography um, and filmmaking that I've, with the exception of photography, to be fair, I've wanted to do since I was about 14. I think I, you know, I've got passion for it. I hope I've got a bit of a talent for it. I've certainly tried to get a little bit of experience in doing it. And potentially it could be a, a route to, you know, also making a, a good living. And so instead of trying to, instead of wallowing in the, you know, in this thievery of my Bitcoin, I'm going, right, imagine that Bitcoin goes up to, you know, a million of Bitcoin as has been predicted or whatnot. Um, you know, then I just I'll feel fine in the future as long as I've made that kind of money through other means, so that I won't feel bad that I missed out on a you know a rocket to the moon kind of financially. Um, so that's how I'm looking at it for now. Whether I can maintain that kind of outlook, I don't know. But um, especially right now with like next to no income, um, but you know, them's the breaks. Um, so yeah, I'm still I'm feeling good gotta say good mood um and yeah the uh the the songs on the album are, are good i've been listening to coldplay and u2 u2 because i love u2 but also because i'm really trying to understand how their production now i'm like really trying to think okay how have they actually recorded this in the sense of what instruments are there what am i actually hearing how have they um structured the song so it's not so obvious where the chords are necessarily and the um, instrumentation they used in the arrangement and after seeing that Coldplay documentary I spoke about a couple of days ago on Netflix I've got a newfound respect for the band and uh, I've been listening to them as well for a similar reason you know how are they creating these songs how are they putting them together when they get to the recording you know um, so yeah I'm feeling like I'm going to be making you know positive strides in this in this you know area um over the next however long and keep going now i'm just rambling so i think i'm going to end it there on account of it being quarter past midnight and i probably should get to bed i'll probably read some of my book maybe a bit about the chess but then i'll read uh i'm, I'm going through the hornblower series of books at the moment having finished the sharp series i'm uh i've moved from napoleonic wars soldiers to napoleonic wars navy and sailors so um 
yeah, that, that helps me get to sleep after reading an hour or so of that stuff. And that's me. That is the view from the crow's nest today. A mixed bag in terms of some good and bad, but I'm feeling good off the back of it all because the main thing is we're all healthy and that really is the main thing. You know, we're all thankfully in good health. We have a nice roof over our head. We've got all the mod cons we need. We've got heating, it's dry and warm and cosy and comfortable. We've got a nice view, there's fresh air about. We can get outside and exercise. We've got bikes, we're doing um, you know, our training with our personal trainer via the internet and getting stronger and fitter through that and I've got broadband internet although it's not as fast as they claim it should be it's about half the speed but I just can't be asked to argue it's good enough so um yeah all in all what's not to you know what's not to love about life so that's me if you're about on twitter let me know what's you at Romeo Crow and I will speak to you tomorrow see how I rhyme there because I'm just I'm that good I'm just that good <laughs> Cheers for listening to me prattle on. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Toodle pip. <laughs>